But this was tragic in how bad it was. It was tragically... It would, it, I'm so annoyed by yeah. this movie. It's not good at all. Because it's like, we're, we came in, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> Literally. Do it. All right. Let's have some fun. This beat is sick. <laughs> uh, I've forgotten how to podcast. Oh, God. Yeah, we haven't done this in a hot second. It has been a minute. Um, uh, hello. Hey. And welcome to... To all, all the rom-coms we've, we've loved before. before. I'm Sarah Kelly. And I'm Christina Archer. And today we're going to talk to you about ten, the 10-year ten ten plan. <laughs> Yep, that one. The ten year plan directed by JC Calciano. Calciano? Is that how you say it? Sure. Sure. Starring Jack Turner and Michael Adam Hamilton. That's right. Two mm-hmm. men. And here's plot twist. This movie sucks. We wanted it to be great. We really did. Because it's about the gays. Mm-hmm. And I lo- love it. Yeah. Any gay rom com, I feel like. I was so here for it. Yeah. Turned it on, was immediately disappointed. It was just a real letdown. Um, Huge letdown. It, it was, yeah. I have so many problems. God, it was just not what I wanted. It, conceptually, it's exactly what I wanted. Conceptually. But it was In execution, actual... it was horrific. Yeah. Um. So let's... Every night in my sleep. I feel you, I see you. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop impersonating Celine Dion. I get it, I understand. Hi, G. Do your best Celine Dion impression. You heard it here, folks. That was Haji's best Celine Dion impression, and it fucking sucked. God. And he calls himself an enthusiast. This podcast is sponsored by Celine Dion. See her on tour in, at her Las Vegas show or something. I don't know. Whatever Celine Dion does nowadays. See her in Deadpool 2. <laughs> Celine Dion. Making the hits that only a mother can love. Celine Dion. It looks like it's... It would rhyme with lion, but it doesn't. If Dion rhymed with lion, it would be Celine Dion. What is happening in here? (laughs) I just realized if Celine Dion was pronounced the same way you pronounce lion, it would be Celine Celine Dion. Oh, Dion. Yeah, lion, Dion. Yeah. We've returned... Excellent. I like how you turn the bottle. That's what you do. Why? It stops it from dripping, supposedly. Really? Yeah. Okay. If you do it right. I don't always do it right. So then I just look like an idiot. No. Nope. Turns the bottle. It looked great. Do you want to cheers? Work? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Beautiful. Felt good. Mm. Okay. Wow. Celine Dion. Nope. Shit. Ten-year Ten plan. plan. So, synopsis. Yeah, who does the formal? I think you do the informal. 
Did I? I thought I feel like I did informal last time. What was the last movie? The Switch? The Switch. And I did informal. Damn it. Okay. Ha, All right. Ha, ha. So here's the 10 year plan Best friends, Brody and. <laughs> who's... This is off to a really good start. I can't who's remember. the second saying... man? Brody and Miles. Miles. That's what a it. dick. Okay. Yeah. And Brody, Miles spelled with a Y too, which is a big problem for me. I think also Brody as a name in yeah, general. Not too, but I felt like that went without saying. Yeah. Um. So Miles and Brody are best friends who mm-hmm. are um gay and they are. Miles is a hopeless romantic, unlucky in love, whereas Brody big surprise any guy named brody is a huge fucking player mm-hmm. and bag. is just trying to hook up with as many men as possible um anyway so they what do they do um they make a 10-year plan when they're 25 that if they are not in a relationship by the time they're 35 that they will date each other and just get married and um 10 years happens and then they're still best friends uh brody's a cop mm-hmm big surprise there um because he's kind of a dick and miles is a lawyer who is still unlucky in love mm-hmm. um basically they try brody realizing that they have this plan um they he like tries to find a boyfriend for his best friend miles however it is very unsuccessful mm-hmm. uh it looks like basically all men are bad people uh according to this that's accurate yeah um what else happens uh anyways they have a falling out uh because they realize that they hooked up with the same guy and uh for some reason miles thinks that it makes brody look like he betrayed him but really i think it was a honest mistake Mm -hmm. um and then miles decides to move away brody chases after him confesses his love and then they realize that they are really the only two people for each other ever mm-hmm. yes okay so for the formal synopsis did i finish the info- yeah i did yeah. i did cool um okay so for the formal synopsis um okay meet miles and brody best friends and total opposites that's true miles is a hopeless romantic looking for mr right Brody is a sexy player on the hunt for Mr. Right now. <laughs> These two friends make a plan that they'll be together if both of them are still single in a decade. Nearly 10 years later and still alone, both friends will do whatever it takes to avoid becoming a couple. And that's all I got. Yeah, I mean, that's accurate as far as the description. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about how we felt about this movie. <laughs> Fucking Hated it. So bad. I hated it so much. And I feel like the Rotten Tomatoes reviews reflect that. Yeah. They are 34%, I believe. Yeah. On Letterboxd, it's rated 2.4 stars. And one of the top reviews by Ellie, star emoji, is a one and a half star review. And it says, I would compare this to fan fiction, but that would be an insult to fan fiction. Precisely. You know what? I'm not disagreeing with that. Uh-uh, definitely I not. I wanted to like this movie so badly. Something I am shocked about is on my Google account, it says 93% of Google users liked this movie, which I find impossible to believe. I'm beginning to think that Google users, like people who like this movie, I'm like, 
I'm like, these are the Russian bots. I you know? also don't trust the fact that it says six out of ten on IMDb because that's just genuinely not accurate. Yeah, no, like, I agree with you. like our what was it? The last movie, this or not the Switch? Oh, set it up. Got like six point five for a modern day rom com or something. Let me check. Let me yeah, do a little little fact check on that. Do gay men like this movie? I don't know. I feel like it was insulting to gay men. That's what I'm thinking too. I really did not like it. Here's what I liked about this movie. In a lot of film involving like gay romance, there are the like it's always like a tragedy you know or it's always very dramatic and like being gay is always like a setback yeah six and a half on imdb for set it up which is ridiculous because set it up is so much fucking better than this trash heap of a movie i know i just wanted to like it so bad and it was so bad it sucked so much oh my god the dialogue was so bad Mm. so cringeworthy they had no chemistry no chemistry Oh, and also they're both straight in real yeah, life. Yeah, which is like, why would you even... I don't know. There's tons of gay actors. Yeah. There's tons of male gay actors. And they're they, white, too. Exactly. It's not like this movie was, like, diversity. Yeah. They definitely, like... They literally literally just capitalized on this being gay. That was like... Yeah. It was like they literally did that as a ploy. Yeah. And it wasn't actually for anyone who is actually gay. Also, this was, like, extremely sexual for a rom-com. Horrifically. It felt, like, really, this movie just felt like a like the beginning of a porn for an hour and 30 yeah. minutes. It really did. It was, like, the beginning of a gay porn. That was, porn. Like exactly what it was. It was the beginning of, like, a really mediocre, low-budget porno mm-hmm. with, like, really bad actors so bad <laughs> like they they sounded so stilted the entire time like they didn't believe a word they were saying we should try and like do dialogue that oh my God, sound- can we please, okay ready please. miles nope <laughs> brody brody is who's miles and who's brody so miles is a romantic one okay and so, then brody's the dick yeah so that could be either of us, honestly. Yeah, I guess so. I'll be like the hopeless romantic. Rom- you could be the hopeless romantic. Okay, all right. I'll be the dick. All right. Ugh. Brody, why are you doing this to me? Miles, you need to be on Grinder. It's the way now. Brody, I don't want a guy just for tonight. I want a guy for all the nights. Homemade tiramisu? <laughs> I like to cook. I love love. Death by chocolate? Death by homemade tiramisu. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole movie. <laughs> that was the entire thing. Cognac infused strawberries. Not the only strawberry you've infused, am I right? Let's go to the bar. The go-go the bar. The go-go bar. Yeah. Which is the weirdest fucking thing. The fact that they call it a go-go bar also, yeah. I feel like that's not the terminology. It's not. I feel like, like there's one in Shameless, right? I don't know. Like, you I know that TV show? Okay, so there's a TV show, Shameless, and like... One of the characters, like, works at a go-go bar, I yeah. guess. But they definitely don't call it that. I don't know what they call it, though. I, I feel either. like it's a strip club for men. But what I hate is this movie. It's so bad. Oh, my God. I just feel like... Okay, so this was written, produced, and directed by all by the same guy. Yes. Which makes me think that it was, like, it was always going to be shit. Because he obviously can't see past like what he wants oh yeah he's not like collaborative yeah he it's obviously like it's gonna be i feel like it was doomed from the start because he was like 
this is my project. I'm in control of this. And, like, wrote, directed, and produced it and had no, like, other people involved enough in the project to be like, this is not working. I mean, this, this is not working. Yeah. You know, and he would have to go back on his own decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, like, a big thing. That's a big deal when you're making a movie. So, like, I just feel like it was doomed from the start. Yeah. Um, this movie also had a small, small, small budget. They filmed it in 12 days for $90,000. They filmed it in 12 days? Yeah. Well, it shows. Yeah, it shows. <laughs> That's what, like, this is one of the cases where it's like, oh, wow, they filmed it in this short amount of time? Well, it looks like they should have taken more time with it. Yep, that was literally, that sounds like, like, that's ridiculous. You don't... Okay, we're letting you out of this room, Haji. You're interrupting the art. <laughs> I'm just, like, so, so unimpressed. Ew, I wanted to like this movie. Okay, anyways, my, sorry, I just realized I started making a point and then I forgot, but. Um, um, 12 days. Yeah, so it's really, like, they filmed it for no amount of money and it shows, but also, um, I wanted to like this movie because in so many films, when it comes to, like, LGBTQ like romance it's always like drama or tragedy such tragedy yeah always tragedy it's always like sad that someone's gay or it's like makes someone upset or or it's a plot someone dies and it's their gay love or like exactly and they finally like end up together and like but you know it's just like so that's why i wanted to like this movie because it's literally a rom-com for and about like gay people and I uh, thought that was kind of like nice and it's refreshing to see like mm-hmm. that kind of you know like you know, film just, but it was it so sucks bad how much it sucks like I <laughs> yeah. really I really wanted to like this yeah and then it immediately sucked it was just like like I genuinely had the thought while I was watching this ugh I can't believe I have to spend 35 more minutes watching this mm-hmm. and I'd already thought that when I was at the first 15 yeah but I was like, oh, it's going to get better. None of the actors are, like, that great in this movie Terrible. at all. The only people I liked were Richard and Diane. And those are the best friends of Miles and yes. Brody. And they fall in love and have a very sexually open relationship. Yeah, it's kind of like when Harry met Sally. I think what I hate a lot about this movie is how aggressively sexual it was. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was it everyone's was trying to fuck each other and then also It was just like the way they talked about it was so crass yeah. and so poorly done. And it's also like not I feel like well, I know a lot of sexual people who like talk about having sex, but I feel like no one actually like sexual people like it's fine to be a sexual person and like have that part of your personality but i feel like the people who have that as part of their personality do not talk that way at all you know i know yeah i know i just i i mean i guess i know some people who talk like that but even but then not very many and it is not all the time like this yeah like, that was horrifying it, okay for example when miles goes back to the office after having like a grinder uh, hookup, his co-worker Diane is like, tell me all the details. I bet they're filthy. And she, like, couldn't stop saying that. I know. And it was really uncomfortable. I, the most uncomfortable thing for me was Brody. The way that uh, he talks about men. It was disgusting. So weird and so gross. Like, 
<laughs> Let me. I'm trying to f- see if I can find some quotes. But there, yeah, I kind of forget like exact things that he says. But I know. It, well, the like, like strawberry thing was really gross. Yeah. And like he's just always talking about like. He's, it's not the sex that's gross. Yeah. To be clear. Yeah. <laughs> it is the, like, crassness with which he talks about it and the way in which he, like, describes sexual acts. Yeah. It, it makes them, like, gross and unpalatable for me. Like, it makes me, and, like, I'm super open and happy to talk about stuff, but I, I don't like how, it's, it's just so, like, fetishizing and like really gross you know it's just icky everything that was written felt like what an older to middle-aged person would think what a 20 year old gay man would write talk like i mean this guy is definitely older than the characters the yeah who wrote it let's i'm gonna find out more about this pervert so jc calciano has done other like kind of low budget almost Rom-coms. like made for tv kind of things mm-hmm. um he did a movie called E Cupid, which I know they like reference in this movie, which is kind yeah, of funny I know, actually. That was funny. Um I don't know anything about him. I don't know if he's actually gay. I don't know if he like you know, I mean, I'm sure he is though. I don't know. I mean, he has to be. But like in Wait, concept even. So he got a BFA in film from NYU Tisch. Yeah. Yet he sucks. <laughs> now he works at UCLA. No. Oh, nope. Oh, okay. oh, I guess. Sorry, I didn't look at that. I know. Also, he wrote this movie into a book afterwards. Yeah, I was really confused by that. And I think that's like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, why would you write? Well, actually, um, what's his name? The, who's the very famous, very, very famous director who's like Norwegian? Ingmar Bergman. Oh, yeah, yeah, He writes an entire book before he would write the screenplay. Yeah, which is, like, a legit thing because you're, like, doing research on your characters and stuff. You don't write it after. That's just capitalizing on it. Yeah. This guy sucks. I do not like him. Ugh. I'm mad. I want to like him. I, I want. Don't. I want more. Well, yeah. But I want there to be, like, stories for gay people, Same. about gay people that aren't just, like, tragic. Yeah. I want that as well. But this was tragic in how bad it was. It was tragically... It, 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 I'm so annoyed by yeah. this movie. It's not good at all. Because it's like, we're, we came in, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> literally, you know, though. Literally. Like, we were all rooting for you. We were like, we're ready for a gay rom-com. Mm-hmm, yeah. Hit me up. Give me a good one. And it was that dookie. Turns out it was fucking disgusting also i feel like there had to be like a copyright infringement with how often they reference grinder you think they were sponsored by grinder i feel like grinder was an entire product placement yeah grinder was an entire product in this or an entire character in this movie like yeah no definitely and always talk about grinder literally all of his movies seem to be like gay white men which is fine. I love gay white men. Well, that's fine, but that's like, is that, is that really all you're going to do? I mean, it's also like, write what you know. And these are yeah, the stories that he's probably passionate about. Look at this. But at the same time, it's like, oh, this dialogue was not good. Are they smoking weed in a. What is this? I don't oh, know. Is he white? I don't know. He looks a little Hispanic, maybe. Oh, his best friend was Hispanic. 
um, in yeah, the movie. But, Brody's best friend. But all of their um, romantic interests are white. Yes. Um, they all look the same. They all kind of, yeah, they, <laughs> they all do. They do. I just, oh, God, this movie was a train wreck. The dialogue was so bad. Uh, it, it was embarrassing. Like, for, I felt like it was embarrassing for me. Not that I'm represented as a white gay man. Right. But I'm not a straight person either. Yeah. So it's like... I just felt like, ew, really? Yeah. You know, it's like, yes, the, the, like, gay communities are very different for, like, men and women, but still. It's like... It felt like it was just, like, a stereotype. They were playing on yeah, stereotypes, and they like, were playing on, like, tropes, and... Yeah, I felt like this entire thing was a ploy to get gay men in the, in the theaters, or, like, to buy this movie, or wherever it came out. Yeah. Like, it, it was, like, it, it was not actually written... By or for gay men, it was just written to make them buy it. Yeah, you know? it felt very commercial mm-hmm. in that. But also, like that's a that's the history of rom coms is that they were made like for women. <laughs> like mm-hmm. so, I don't know, but it just it felt like there are so many ways he could have approached this, and it would have been better. And yet he didn't, and it was bad. Terrible. And also, Brody, who is the, like, douchebag best friend, who I don't, I also don't understand why they're best friends. Like, they don't have a lot in common. Me neither. They've got nothing in common. Like, they're, and the whole, like, marketing scheme is, like, opposites. But they're best friends. It doesn't. Like, what do they. I feel like he just literally slapped the script together and Mm -hmm. was like, I'm doing it. It's gay. Yeah. And then had literally no respect for anyone or anything yeah, that literally. was involved in it. Like, if you're going to film a feature in 12 days as, like, an adult with, like, a proper setup, yeah, you're scamming. Yeah. Like. Yeah, this was, like, something that they clearly tried, like, turning around and, like, making a profit off of and, like, yeah. selling to Netflix or something. Yeah, and- it was nasty. I, it's, something about it is icky. Yeah. It's just got an icky vibe. Oh, where I was going with the Brody thing, Brody mm. the douchebag friend. Um, he looks like the evil like the evil villain on season eleven of Food Network Star. Uh Matthew it's honestly uncanny. <laughs> uh, Matthew Grunwald, who is the young uh chef from Scottsdale, Arizona, mm-hmm. who is a huge fucking douchebag. Anyways, they have the exact same face. I it's it's on I had never seen that guy. We looked him up and I was I was very impressed by the resemblance. How weird, right? I wonder if they're like cousins. I don't know. Also, fun fact, the Miles guy is British. Oh yeah, he's British, but he had a really good American accent. Really good. That was definitely a plus. Yeah, that's why he's in so many Hallmark movies now. Yes. He's great <laughs> at that. But I wanna see reviews. I know one of them is, like, married with tons of kids, apparently, according to the internet. And, um, can we talk about the girl best friend, who's Diane? So, I didn't hate her. I feel like you hated her. I just hated everything she said. (laughs) I like her in concept. 
Yeah. But I just couldn't say. It was really that scene where she's like, tell me the filthy, nasty details. I thought it was weird. I thought that, like, their characters were written weird and their relationship was written weird. Yeah. Because it was like, he was like, ooh, you know, gay best friend. Yeah. Like, let's have them be that pair. And then it was like, yeah, she should obviously be be going, tell me all the filthy details. Like, yeah. And it, it was just, like, totally a stereotype and totally not cool. Yeah. But I didn't hate her that much because I liked that she was secure. You know, I liked that she was, like, in your face, out there, very clear with what she wanted. Yeah. Um, That resonated with me, but nothing else did. Yeah. Also, something about this movie is that, you know, I feel like when you ask, well, like something I've seen online a lot also is like gay couples who are like, stop asking us who's who wears the pants. And like, this is literally a movie that's like, Brody is clearly like a very masculine man. And Miles is like a very feminine. He literally wears like an apron around the house. There is a shocking amount of toxic masculinity in a film about gay men. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's very confusing. Yeah. And it's like, I understand toxic masculinity is going to be in any movie with men at all. But also, it was just like. Like I, it was like pull it together. It felt like it was just playing on those stereotypes really, way really hard. hard. Way too hard. Now, um, while we're here, I'd like to read this review mm-hmm. of someone on Rotten Tomatoes who doesn't say his name, but his picture his is him wearing him drinking a coffee cup. He gave this movie half a star. Three and a half minutes of the worst claptrap I've seen in a while. Then I shut it off. Why? Because I already had more than enough material for a scathing review. There is some confusion about the nature of gay friends, and it is important to realize that having a sexual history with someone doesn't mean you can't be friends, even if it's a one-sided affair. But a narcissistic slut and a neurotic romantic without the self-esteem to take up stalking are not likely to manage it. That's how the two main characters were introduced, and it only took 210 seconds. To be pushing 30 and not know how to pull off the illusory self-image needed to nail a first date is ridiculous. But the neurotic, I don't care what his name is, somehow manages to have all of the suave finesse of a sea turtle coming ashore to lay eggs. Oh my god. The man whore, on the other hand, is sadly realistic, though still a rare breed. Guys who have been hot and fit for the whole of their lives can and do often end up being incredibly lame in bed. But, again... Treating men as disposable, wears very thin even in a big city. This self-assured stud entered his hookup so abruptly and came so quickly, the poor bottom was nowhere near orgasm by the end. no, sorry. Oh, God, Hodge, come on, man. (laughs) Hold it together. Okay. An end which arrived just as as abruptly with a phone call answered mid-climax. I recommend this movie muted with a side of lotion and a box of tissues. Then at least it could pass as middling erotica. It, Yeah drama someone else wrote it's the plot and dialogue of a soft porn movie without any of the porn that's exactly that's exactly what we said said. it was there is a lot of weird sexual tension with everyone i felt like an orgasm like not an orgasm i'm sorry (laughs) an orgy could have broken out any second Mm -hmm. it would have been crazy Mm. god this guy probably has a background in like writing weird porn definitely I bet we could find some. But I love this as a concept for a romantic comedy. Yes. I love it. 
Well, it's I love it's, a chase scene. Anyways, like I said, I love the idea of a best friend contract. We loved uh, to all the boys yes. I've loved before. The best. I love a good contract. I yes. love a good chase scene. You yes. know me. You love a chase scene. This had so many elements that I was like, succeed, mm-hmm. and yet it did not. Big fat flop. God, is there anything redeemable about this? I can't think of anything. Uh, God. Miles's American accent. Oh yeah, and that is it. I think Miles is cute. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful man. Mm-hmm. I don't think Brody's cute. I think he's cute in a weird way. Mm, I think it's just. I think he's just a gross character. Yeah, it's his character and the fact that he reminds me of the villain on Food Network Star Season 11. Fair enough, it's your trigger. Yeah, it is. <laughs> he was extremely stressful on that season. I get it, I get it. He that's, was sabotaging. That's how I feel in, in Project Runway sometimes. <laughs> you know? But anyways, that was, that's like, that's sad. That's the most redeemable thing. There wasn't a good funny line anywhere. Literally I don't not, even think not I one. laughed in this movie. I think I laughed at how bad the line was when they said death by chocolate. How about death by homemade tiramisu? And I was Aww. like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Aww. But I don't think I laughed once. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is like I didn't it's feel. really sad. I didn't feel like there is any funny moments, even though it was like clearly trying to be a calm in the rom-com. There was no calm, but it was very much trying to be calm. That's also something that's really sad is, like, when calm tries yeah. and it does not work. God, it fell so It makes flat. me really sad. Uh, I man. know. I don't even, honestly, like, I, I genuinely don't even know what else to say because I hated it that much. I mean, I have a couple other things okay, I think we could right. talk about. Another Good. thing we could talk about is Brody being a cop. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, And his best friend is, like, this very heterosexual, like, very masculine, Mm -hmm. like, dude bro. Masculine but emotional. Yeah. I I liked his character. He had, like, the secret I love rom-com side, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, yeah, same. My favorite, okay, I take it back, the one funny line. Yeah, it wasn't even that funny, actually. It was just a line that I kind of liked. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That's so sad. The bar solo. Um, Was when Diane said... She said, yeah, we wear matching Snuggies and watch romance movies. We cry all night. And she was talking about her and Richard. And they're, oh, really, they're yeah. a two-week relationship. And I was like, amazing. These relationships also, okay, also fucking, what fucking idiot Brody? Like, co- he had set up all those coffee shop dates. So at one point, Brody sets up all these coffee shop dates for Miles. Mm-hmm. I was like a montage of maybe like, 10 different men yeah at least like it was a ton mm-hmm. and brody's like oh i googled you before i got here and i facebook and no, linkedin not brody, miles sorry miles the so neurotic confused. romantic guy oh sorry yeah he's so creepy and it's like and it's like yeah everyone googles their dates beforehand but you don't tell them exactly also like like don't you think you would have learned the first like 17 million times you did that supposedly don't tell that don't be like Half calf soy latte, no foam, extra hot. Am I right? Yeah. Saw that on your mom's Facebook page yesterday. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Like, how are you that socially inept? Exactly. That's the other 
thing is, like, they both felt really socially awkward. They had that double date. They were terrible. Oh at God. one point, and they, like, couldn't stop making these really gross sex jokes. Weird comments. It's like, that's not how the world we live in. Exactly. And then the other guys that they were on the double date also, like, when in Harry Met Sally, like, they fell in love with each other because uh-huh. they were talking about normal shit. Exactly. Because, and they, and they realized had they had a shared interest. They like, had a lot of, in common. Yeah. I just... I, um, this movie <laughs> I just hated so it so much for so many reasons like I wish I honestly could go through it point by point like like scene by scene to be like this is what I hate in this this yeah. is what I hate in this because I could genuinely do it also like, there is not a scene where I would say I wouldn't have something I hated what gay man paints his entire apartment yellow what like a, a greeny yellow what it was a disgusting fucking idiot like it was the ugliest color oh my god also, okay, let's talk about the Hunter thing. So what happens is, what's-his-face, Miles starts dating a guy named Hunter, supposedly. That they met on Grinder. That he met on Grinder. He went to hook up with him one night, and then he was like, mm, yes, I don't know, he was can being weird. Can we actually weird. just be friends yeah. and not have he sex? Was like, can we just, like, not have sex tonight? And then he was like, yeah, that's fine. And then he was like, just kidding, let's have sex. Mm-hmm. And then they did, and then he was like, oh, he's a good guy. So he starts dating him. He's been dating him for, like, two weeks. That's it. Mm-hmm. He's already, his computer screen background, which is stalker-level material. I know. Literally, if I had a boyfriend that did that, oh I would have been like, dumped, bye. You play Mariah Carey obsessed yeah. and fade away. Literally. Go, Why are you so obsessed with me? You gotta get out. You gotta, directed by Jordan Peele, 2017, get out of there. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. Oh, my so, God. that happens, and then... What's his face? Brody, in his usual fuckboy nature, goes on Grinder, goes to this guy's house. We all see and know that it's Hunter. He doesn't know that. So, um, then. Also, Hunter is in, catfishing other people. Yeah. So, Hunter had told. So, basically, what happens is Hunter's phone starts ringing and he is meant to be going to. Miles's house in an hour for dinner, and but he's fucking this guy, or he's about to fuck him. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, I'm sucking so bad at explaining this right now. And what's his face? Brody realizes he sees like Miles come up on his phone, and he was like, he was like, please tell me your name's not Hunter. And he was like, no, of course not. Like my name is Stone. Like a dick. Like a dick. So. What happens then? So then he's like, "Don't tell Miles about this." Oh, Sunny, but he figures out that it's it's that that Miles, and so he was like, "Oh my God, I'm hooking up with this with Miles's boyfriend," and he was like, "Oh, we're not dating." He's like, "We're not boyfriend girlfriend." Yeah, or boyfriend boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad. We've been drinking. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, <laughs> You, go, you continue. Okay, so Hunter is just a... fatigued, literally, just from talking about this godforsaken movie. Yeah. Literally, it's... So, he goes by Stone again on Grinder, and his name's actually not even Hunter. They find... God, this Steven. movie sucks. So, basically, they were about to hook up, and then they don't. Brody leaves. He's like, don't tell Miles. Also, you're dating Miles. But then Miles is like... So, Brody tells Hunter slash Stone... Hey, don't tell Miles about this. Go to dinner with Miles. 
And then Miles gets a text from Hunter slash Sean, and he's like, oh, I'm not coming to dinner. Not, not into, into it. it. The way he spells that is not capital N, too. Yeah. Which is, first of all, red flag. Yeah, right? What the hell? Like, Even for 2015, that was a huge red flag. Huge red flag. Hated it. Oh, my God. So that happens, and basically, well, first things first, I don't understand why Brody wouldn't just literally tell Miles right away. Yeah, I know. Like, if you're a real friend, you would call them immediately and be like, oh, my God, I was just on Grinder and this happened. Or, like, go over there and explain it immediately and be like, I yeah. am so sorry. I am so sorry. I didn't know. Like, he sucks. Let's move on. Exactly. Like, you don't hide it from them. And Everyone knows that. Yeah. And then what happens is that, so, once Miles gets that text, Brody comes over and, like, comes console him, even though he knows that, like... The whole Hunter thing is kind of, like, about him, too, because he mm-hmm. went to go hook up with him. And he lies about it. Yeah. And then, so he doesn't tell him about it. And then the next day, Brody comes clean to Miles about it at the strip club, of all places. And Weird. also, then Miles, like, way overreacts to this, in my way opinion. Way overreacts. He's like, it's you like, betrayed me. His, he didn't, like, he stopped as soon as he found out. Exactly. Which is the most important part. And they didn't even have sex. And they was, literally just made out, and then he was like, holy shit. Yeah. Is that Miles? My Miles? Yeah. Like, that was literally the, the only thing he did wrong was not tell him about it immediately. And it was two weeks into the fucking relationship. Yeah, also, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. You're not exclusive. Yeah. Like, Oh, my God. Anyway, so Miles completely, like, blows his lid over this, leaves the fucking club, is like, fuck you, never talk to me again. And his credit card. Yeah. He puts his credit card down and just leaves. I'm like, that seems like a terrible idea in a go-go bar. Yeah, right? But I don't, God, I don't understand. And then they, so they do that, and then he leaves, and then they don't talk, and then all of a sudden Brody's like, oh, I need a move. Not Brody. Miles. Sorry, you Miles. You gotta stop doing that. Sorry. <laughs> Miles. This is your fault. Is the one who wants to move. God, and I'm the worst. Miles decides, I'm heartbroken and I'm upset at my best friend. I need a fresh start. I'm moving to New York because I'm gay. Mm-hmm. That's basically what happens. So he's about to transfer offices. Comes out of literally nowhere. His best friend, Diane, does literally nothing to help stop him from doing that. She is like oh my god, please don't go. And he's like, no, I have to go. And she's like, well, if you insist. Yeah. That's like pretty much how that conversation went. And then she throws him a going away party and and he's like, I'm leaving on Monday. Like, it's insane. And it's so good. Like, why would you ever... Okay, also, here's the thing. They have this going away party and Miles tells his friends to tell Brody that he's moving, not actually telling Brody to his face, mm-hmm. which is like... Like a sack-ass bitch. Yeah, right? It's Ugh. like, if my best friend... Not that, like, any of our friends would ever do this no, to us. because that's a sacky thing to do. It's so shitty. So he Ugh. basically, he gets... Brody comes to the party, realizes Miles is moving, and he's like, why the fuck didn't you tell me in person? We've been best friends for, like, over 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Brody's like... Okay, but, like, why? Okay, and, and then, then he, like, there's a chase. Yeah, Brody, like, has the epiphany that he actually wants to be together with Miles, and he wants to date him, and they're in love why and whatever. Why a dream? Yeah, I hate that, too. Where he has this dream that he's at Miles' wedding, and he's watching, and then it's him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, could we not have done this plot exposition a little bit better? Literally. Like, any other way than this. I know, so bad. 
except oh for, like, God. any tactic used in Leap Year. But, <laughs> like, I just... I... It's like, this so is literally bad. just the laziest script I've ever read. Or, yeah. not read. I've ever seen in action. Yeah. Haji. What are you doing? Boyo. Here? Okay. Boyo. <laughs> Anyways, so... But then, like... So then the chase. Why would you ever want to also be in love with someone who's going to move across the country and, like, won't tell you to your face about it over, like, an argument? Children. Oh, God. These are the two most immature movie characters in the world, except, I repeat. Leap year. Yes. Yeah. Strong <laughs> argument. I, I agree. I know. <laughs> Leap year. Diddly D. <laughs> <laughs> oh man diddly d 10 year plan why why were you so bad why? i mean this was so disappointing i just really wanted like a good gay rom-com for my repertoire yeah and like just for my soul and whip that out be yeah. like yeah like, have you seen this guy like, if someone's like i love rom-coms but they're always straight then we could be like have you seen this yeah. you know turns out it sucks so i'm just bad. so so mad about it this had so much potential. It did, but it's just a lazy script. Yeah, JC, you heard me. Lazy. God, lazy it was script. Like a porn. Find me. Find me on Twitter. At Tina Takes a Tumble. Yeah. Literally find me on Twitter. At me. <laughs> I will fight you. <laughs> oh, God. I. Jeez. All right. I hated it. I hated it so much. I can't even like talk about how much I hate it. Cause I it's know. Like, oh, so bad. Also, something I don't understand is how that, relative to all the other characters in the movie, Hunter is a really minor character. You don't see him until like halfway through the second part of the second act. Yeah. And real weird. Yeah. And he's on the cover of the DVD. Of the really movie. weird that he's on the cover. You would think that this is like. Like, like Richard should be on the cover. That's what I'm saying. And like you it would think this like, is a menage like a trois. And like Richard and Diane. And then like Hunter in the background. Yeah, and then oh, Hunter doesn't matter. Okay, something else we need to talk about. Uh, we kind of alluded to this briefly, but they're both straight men in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Which is annoying because there's a ton of gay actors who are out there that I'm sure literally could have done this movie a million times better. But something I wanted to bring up was that um, they had zero fucking chemistry. Zero. They, like, they kiss at the end of the movie, and it's honestly so cringeworthy. It's like watching a mother and son kiss. It's horrible. Like, mouth kiss. Yeah. Like, what? Mm, yeah. Ugh, you know those families. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're... I'm, I am judging you right now. They are a Kentucky family, like, <laughs> mouth kiss. Family mouth, Kentucky family mouth kissers. Yes. That's probably, that's probably, like, a support group. Yeah, probably. <laughs> For, like, children who grew up like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, like, so weird. It's something you... It's, uh, like, they hold each other the same way you would hold, like, your great-great-grandfather. Oh, it was honestly disgusting. Like, it was so awkward and they didn't have any chemistry like and i'm like are we supposed to believe they have chemistry because they make eye contact when they talk no yeah like this (laughs) is not how it works jc like (sighs) i also think something else like despicable about this movie is the way that brody treats other men oh gross he like comes so fast when he literally he has sex with them hooks up with them um comes he, yeah he comes and then they're like you owe me an orgasm yeah or whatever and he's like yeah maybe next time and they're like there's not gonna be a next time is there he's like no it's like, like oh. he's disgusting like it's literally like do, use a flashlight 
Literally. And then, oh, and he takes him to the sex shop. So <gasps> That's a weird scene. That's a weird scene. I but, okay. forgot about that. Well, I blocked it out of my memory because it was so weird. First thing, <laughs> I need to share the voice message Sarah sent me oh. while she was lis- watching this movie. Is this going to be like the teaser for this podcast? Yes. This is a lot. This is a lot. Oh, this is a lot. <laughs> That's exactly and when that, I watched the and, porn. And that came yeah. with the message, this is a toned down porn. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> how I felt. And then she goes, this is a lot. This is a lot. <laughs> I laughed because I had already seen it and hated it. So bad. Oh, my God. I'm glad we're on the same page. It would have been weird if you were like, I love this Oh, movie. my God. And I really wanted to love it. Like, I really wanted to. No, same, though. Same. I really did, too. You know, it's funny, like, what was the movie? I came into the switch, yeah. like expecting not to like it that much. Although I was trying to maintain a positive attitude, sure. And I expected not to like it that much, and I didn't. Yeah. But this one, I came in expecting to really like it. Came out hating it. So bad. So bad. So what happens with the sex shop thing is basically Brody's like, "You gotta get on grinder. You gotta get laid. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada." So he's like, here, let me take you to my Mecca and takes him to a sex shop and, excuse me, and proceeds to have him buy a fleshlight. And the line he says about that, I believe, is, do you know, and if if you're unfamiliar, dear listeners, uh, a fleshlight is something that you stick your penis in when it is erect. Um, for what is what feels, I would assume, much l- like a blowjob. So he says, because um, <laughs> it's kind of like a flashlight, but you put your dick in it, so it's a flashlight. Um, so he says, you know why this is better than the real than a real mouth? And what's his face says why? And he goes, because it doesn't talk back. <laughs> Like, which is a disgusting line. Like, I feel like you, yeah, JC, I'm talking to you. I feel like you have said that before about a woman or a man, and I resent you for it, okay? I'm putting it out here right now. I think you're, I think you're a mean man. I think so, too. And I think if you have, if you want to prove yourself to me, you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> At me. At me. I dare you. Oh, God. I'm mad. Honestly, I am mad. Ugh. Like, why would you, why? Why would you write that? Who even thinks of those lines? It's like the it's most. Like you proclaim to have written, directed, and produced this. What made you think this is a good thing to put in a movie? It's not funny. And it's also like such, yeah. Like, Dude, that's, bro humor. That's not a joke. Like, that's. Ugh. God. This guy. Also, it, like, a lot of that was also because the delivery was, like, gross. Yeah, but... But it was the line. Ugh, the it line was, the line was written was like bad. that. You, he so came bad. up with that line. Him as a character was terrible. Yeah. There's just, nothing redeemable about him either. No. He, he's like, yes, he cares about his friend, clearly. Barely. But, yeah, exactly, barely. We don't know why they're friends, we don't know they why they have can- suffered something tragic together. I don't understand. Like in a, a far back in their past. Yeah. Because like, there's no reason for them to be friends other than like having suffered a tragedy at the same time. Wait, hold on. Actually, there's a trivia I just wanted to bring. Oh my god! Hit so me with remember the trick. how they brought 
he, J.C. Calciano, the director, wrote mm-hmm. I the know. novel. I know who J.C. is. <laughs> well, I was going to say how you how he wrote the novel. They He includes the origins of Brody's resistance to commitment. Oh. Miles and Brody initially meet in their college years, thrown together as friends, when they found out their respective boyfriends were having an affair. Oh. Burned by the experience, Brody swore off dating from that point on. In addition, the iconic photograph... Is that really an iconic no. photograph? Anyways, they have a photograph of them together. It's literally just a picture of them, like, with a basketball, maybe? Yeah. Um, it was captured the day they met. It's revealed to have been taken by Miles' boyfriend at the time after introducing him to Brody, who is the boyfriend's best friend. So, um, so they did suffer a tragedy together, kind yeah, of. Yeah, so you were right. If we want to call that a tragedy. That's a tragedy. That's something that would bring me close to somebody else. Definitely a, a trauma. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a tragedy, but it's a trauma. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for that sure. was, yeah. Definitely um, Brody is hashtag triggered all day, every day, and has no idea. Oh, God, it was just like... That's uh, just really annoying. All right, hit me with some more trivia. Some other things were... Um, so, yeah, the sh- film was shot in 12 days. Jack Turner is actually British. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, oh, the best friend, Richard, who is the other cop, was actually initially considered for the role of Brody. Ugh. Yeah. Which, He's better as Richard, I think. Yeah, but they're all, like, straight dudes, so it's like, does that even matter, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, exactly. And then um, Michael Adam Hamilton, who is uh, the uh, Brody, he is a native of Maine, and he began his career as a dancer with the Maine State Ballet Company. I love a male ballerino. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that good? <laughs> I don't think ballerino is a word. Is it? Ballerino? Um, Dear listeners, let me know. I don't know. Probably not. Also, <laughs> the trivia says that this is a surprise ending, but really the ending is that they FaceTime each other. Oh, that, oh. That was, that did really not needed to be in there. Really pissed me off. I was like, did you have to end it this way? No. Also, why is their relationship so FaceTimey? So FaceTimey. It's so sexual. It's, it's always so sexual. Gross. So what happens at the end is Brody. Yeah. From his bed or from miles's bed um facetimes miles miles answers on his ipad which he always does which is fucking weird um like if you facetime on an ipad unless you're my grandma i question you right like only grandmas are allowed to facetime on ipads i don't have an ipad i can't relate to any of this honestly that's the only reason my grandma has an ipad oh is to facetime with us so she Mm. can see us on a big screen oh there you go well then yeah so that makes sense but like you're a 35 year old man you do not need an iPad to FaceTime with. I don't in know. bed, he always keeps it next to him in bed. He's which been makes reading. Me think that no, it makes me think that he's been watching porn on it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's actually true. Anyway, can you be is Grinder uh, able to be used on your iPad? Probably. <laughs> oh, no, he definitely did that. Oh, in the movie. God, he's okay. an old man. <laughs> so anyway, what happens is what happened was um, Miles answers the FaceTime. And he says, why are you calling me right now, Brody? And Brody says, well, I always FaceTime you after I hook up with a hot guy, which is one, weird, and two, corny. And So, so then it's like revealed that they're in the bed together because they finally hooked up. Yeah. And it's gross. Yeah. 
Any thoughts on that? It's gross. <laughs> it's gross. It's not a surprise ending. You can tell that they're in the same bed because yep, their the bed frame is the same. And it's like the same. It's the pattern of their sheets is very recognizable. Yeah. It's not like a gray sheet. Their duvet is like a pattern that's maybe like geometric you would mm-hmm. see on a hotel carpeting floor. <laughs> like, I don't understand. That was a really good reference. Oh, I just don't understand. Also, Miles has the worst taste in home decor. The worst. His apartment is tragic. Disgusting. He has all yellow walls. His duvet oh. cover is disgusting. Hotel carpet floor. Oh, if I that's why men leave him because they go to his apartment, they realize he has bad taste mm-hmm. and they're like, "Fuck you." Also, his tiramisu probably sucks. I don't know. I like to believe he's a good cook. <laughs> I want him to be redeemable in some I like to believe way. that he's actually really really bad at cooking and he just does it a lot. He just like wants to be good at it, but will never succeed much like love. You know? Also, talk about timing here with the ending. I understand that for rom- romantic comedies, there's so many like things that just work out because of timing. But the end part, so they originally write that contract for his 35th birthday. Yeah. And then the end, they're like, oh, my 35th birthday is actually tomorrow. Tomorrow. It, like, oh, coincidentally, yeah. you also got a job in New York for your firm. Stupid. This, God, this movie's so bad. It's so, so cliche. Dumb. I wanted to like you, and you didn't give me any reason to like I'm you. I'm betrayed by J.C. Calciano. And I'm willing to fight. You had potential and you let me down. So, so much. Man. I know. <laughs> this is such a bummer. I know. There's not, and like, there's, what can, what can we even talk about? Like, there's redeemable. nothing good. This is, <laughs> this is what annoys me so much is like, most of the time there's like stuff we can debate. Yeah. Stuff we can like, you know, enjoy. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, because we it was terrible. We both agree it was terrible. <laughs> and we have nothing more to say on the matter. We really don't. The sex scenes were so... Disgusting. It was so sexual. It was so, so sexual. It was aggressively sexual. Like, For I no felt reason. so uncomfortable, and I am, like, so sexual. Yeah, there's just a lot of sexual... It was gross. Uh, it was gross, and it was disgusting, and it was gross. It was so weird. And I feel a, t- a way... Did, it's not good. Do you think people were, like, attracted to this? They were, like, jerking off? You think well, this was a seeing, jerking off movie? Seeing as it got 34% on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to go with no. Yeah. I'm going to go with it wasn't even good enough for that. Yeah. Oh, God. You could have been good and you let me down. Yep. Yeah. So what are we watching next week? Oh, God. I have oh, no this idea. week. <laughs> Air tape. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we got to pull up our calendar. What is next week? First week of Feb? Oh, I think I know what it is. I don't want to say it until I confirm it because I don't want to look like an idiot. It is Hitch. I knew it was. I knew it. Oh, my God. So we will be watching Hitch, one of my dad's favorite movies. Amazing. Which is weird because my dad um, has terrible taste, first of all. Second of all, hates happiness. Mm. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, but he loves Will Smith, as do I. Who doesn't? No, uh, Will Smith is the most beloved man of all time. I, I concur. I can tell you right now five people off the top of my head who would probably take a bullet for Will Smith. I love that. Including myself. You know who I wouldn't take a bullet for? Who? J.C. Calciano. Yeah. 
Bastard. All right. Well, let's look it forward to tomorrow. Not tomorrow. God. <laughs> Might as well be, honestly. <laughs> it's, we're recording this on a Sunday, and it's meant to come out on Tuesday. So. Yeah. TBD. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, we'll be talking about Hitch, Will Smith, uh, mm-hmm. J- Kevin James. Yes, and Eva Long. Eva Longoria, Eva yes. Longoria. And we are so beautiful, excited. Beautiful woman. God, I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited for Hitch. Oh, I haven't seen Hitch in a minute, and I love it. It's so good. And I, he, uh, that's also my favorite thing to Photoshop is Will Smith's um, blown swollen up face. face. Yeah. yeah. And then when he's like, "Do you yeah. you don't know who Earth, Wind, and Fire is?" You guys so have good. that to look forward to. Um, sorry that we bummed you out with this horrible movie. If you haven't seen it, don't waste mm. your time. Ten year plan. If you want to see something happy, you should go watch. Um, Go to YouTube yeah. and Google Sketchlanta. Oh, yeah. That's Sketchlanta. And um, watch the video on Jumbo Pond, or you can find the link to it on my Instagram, people, at Tina Takes a Tumble. But that is our new sketch comedy series, uh, which Sarah and I are both involved in. Yeah. It's very exciting. We're. So, yeah, support us on there as well. That'd be fun. Sure, why not? Uh, right? Let's just. Uh, take a second to appreciate the fact that we're using our own podcast to promote something else that we are on. Why not? Yeah, I guess so. Sponsored by Sketchlana. <gasps> this podcast is sponsored by Sketchlana. Yeah, wow. wow. Produced, produced and sponsored by Sketchlana. Yeah. This podcast this week will be produced by Sarah Kelly. Oh my god, yeah, this actually. Like, like, first time in a long time for you. Oh my god. One out of ten. Two wow. out of ten. Two out of ten. You edited another one. I was in a what? You edited another one. Oh, for oh yeah, this will be this my will be two your out of ten. Second out of ten. Yes, Definitely. very good. Yeah, we're very excited. Good. Very proud of you. I can't wait. Okay. And I brought the charisma. There you go. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love, love it. it. Um. Yeah. So fuck ten year plan. That's my review. What do you think? Closing thoughts. Fuck ten year plan. And I will have my revenge on Tracy Kelsey. Yeah, we'll see how that turns out. Will it end in, like, a spaghetti food fight? Or will it end in bloody murder? Who knows? Who's to say? I don't, personally. I hope it's spaghetti. <laughs> it's gonna be, like, a soap opera. I love a good food fight. I know, you know I've talked about this have, before. I don't get it. I don't either. I just, I feel like it was something I didn't ever get to do in school, and now I just want to be involved in one really bad. Sounds disgusting. Yeah, but, like, great at the same time. Disney Channel really shaped my childhood, okay? Alright, I understand that. <laughs> um, thanks for tuning right. in. Yeah. Uh, big thank you, as always, to Ian Boyd for creating our music. We will be using it until the end of time. Yeah, and um, thank you guys for tuning in. You can <laughs> Again, thank yes, you for tuning in. You can find us on Instagram at romcoms we've loved. Or on Twitter at, at to all the romcoms. Or send us an email if you know of a better gay rom-com. Oh, please send us an email. Yeah, right? Oh, God, this was painful. Send us your suggestion of rom-coms at romcomsweveloved at gmail.com. Oof, that was a struggle. Yeah, I'm you drunk. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Woo! Sunday! Yeah. All right. Thanks. Talk to you later. TTYL. Bye. <laughs>